Do you guys think, like, in 20 years, somebody finds this podcast and it just becomes, like, the best thing that someone's ever heard? And Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? It's Bill eating Doritos on the podcast. It's great. What'll be better is when someone's trying to do some sort of research project and some <laughs> glitch in an AI bot accidentally <laughs> deep dives into this yeah. and pulls it into something official. So let's let's kick off with just playing the first song without any preamble or talking about the album. Let's let people just hear the first song. Doritos on a podcast. You've you've already started. We should just, all of these music podcasts from now on, we should just open with the first track. Yep. Okay. That's why we did it just now. Sure. Welcome. Well, everybody knows. The thing is, is when we play the first song, everyone's going to be like, oh, we're listening to She's So Unusual by Cindy Lauper because everybody knows all this stuff. Oh, yeah. That's who it is. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we're here. Bill. Now was she she like famous for being in a band or was she just Cindy Lauper? She's Cindy Lauper. Okay. She wasn't like in a famous band or anything. No, she's she's Cindy. Not like Dave Grohl. Right. Um no, she's just cool. She's known for being awesome. Like, did you look at her picture? Like when you listen to the album, did you look at the album cover? No. You want me to show it to you? What do you do? How do you like when stuff like <laughs> comes on, you just like, what do you do? How does it work? Well, today I was at Did work. You, you turned off the Spotify like visuals. No, but um, I was at work and I typed in, she's so unusual. And then I hit play. And so yeah, I guess I didn't know that that was her or not. It was just a picture of someone dancing in the street by an umbrella. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't call it. Yeah, I mean, sure. And it's small because okay. it's on my phone. And like, I just hit play and set my phone down and kept doing other stuff while I listened to it. Okay. I was I was unpacking a refrigerator that I bought from Home Depot. And then I was filing a complaint with Home Depot for damaging my mini fridge. <laughs> Perfect. I didn't know this, uh, Rick. Were you aware this was the first debut album by a female artist to achieve four top five hits in the top one hundred? Nice. She's a. She's just cool. At the same time. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Uh, Girls just want to have fun. Time after time, Shebop and all through the night were all on the top one hundred at the same time. Well, and those are. Huge bangers. Those songs, uh, there's. We'll get there. Bill, yeah, we'll get let's there. find it. Let's go to track number two. 
Yeah. Track number two. Because I've never heard track number one. Girl. No, you've heard track number two. Just this, seems have... like this is like Weezer. It's like your other anthem, I bet. Fun. This song, I want to dance with somebody. It's um, Whitney Houston. Okay, who came, who was first? Cindy Lauper. Okay, because it sounds like then Whitney Houston ripped Cindy Lauper off. Oh, I don't. In what way? Play okay. Play the beginning of that song, Ryan. pretty similar well but that's just like 80s production right that's just what dance pop music sounded like okay you know i mean sure it has a vibe but a lot of stuff has a vibe i'd heard this song before nice job ryan way to pull that up yeah i this is the kind of song where up until i met you I wouldn't think that anybody could have not heard this song before, but I was not going to be surprised if you hadn't for some reason. <laughs> no, I've, I've heard this one. Yeah, it's in a, I mean, it's pretty out there. All right. Out there in a, like, everyone knows it, it way, not in a outer space. It's in, way. no, it's, it's in, in every, a lot of movies. It's movies, in a lot of shows. Yeah. 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 I mean, you haven't seen any of them, but <laughs> yes, you're right. Track number three, When You Were Mine. This song, Ryan, do you know who wrote this song? Mm, Prince. Yes. Nailed Prince it. wrote this song. Had no and idea. Just, like, <clears throat> just pulled it um, out of my ass, and I thought it was Prince. Well, it was either him or Rick Ocasek, you know. Um, <laughs> no, no. I, I, yes, Rick Ocasek, I cheated. This one, I just guessed Prince. Well, because any cool pop song that you're like, who wrote this song? You're like, oh, it's, it's Prince. Mm-hmm. He wrote so much stuff for people. The thing about Prince that's crazy is like, it sure fits. He knows who to give the songs to. It seems like, mm, yeah, you know, this really seems to write in there. He, I don't think he's writing people's voices, but he writes stuff and he hears people's voices him. and then writes a song that fits it. Yeah, I mean, he's and he's written so many songs. Heard, for not hears a bunch of bands. Yeah, you know. No so do you hear. think Prince just goes? 
Hey, I wrote this. I wrote this song for Cindy Lauper. Here you go, Cindy. Sing it. Or do you think she goes? Will you write a song for me? Or how does that work? It just depends because he actually he sings this song also. So he he I think he performs all the songs he's written. It seems like. Um, and I don't know the genesis of what happened <clears throat> with these songs. You know, I know some like Bruce Springsteen's the same way. He writes some songs and then he ends up selling them off, even and they're hits for other people. You know, well, like and I think Phil, that's you know what the producers song? do, right? Like you come right. to an session and you're saying, "Oh, I've got all these songs I wrote," and they're like, mm, "This isn't your voice. Uh, maybe you should give this to somebody else. This one sounds well, like and, you." Yeah, and they want some more money too. Right. Bill, do you know the song "Nothing Compares to You" by Sinead O'Connor? No. Okay. God damn it! What's wrong with you? That's hold also on. written by. Hold please. Okay. He does. He's not going to know when you play it though. Like Ryan, I know that in your head you're like. Well, I'll just play it for him, and he'll be like, oh, obviously this song. No, he's going to be like, I've never heard of my life. <laughs> he's never seen the video either. Since you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. I can see whomever I choose. I can eat my dinner in a fancy <laughs> Prince wrote that song too. I just, it doesn't cool. matter. It's the point. It, it I've never heard of Sinead O'Connor. It, not even recently in the news, like when she died. No. <laughs> pretty big deal. You never heard about her on Saturday Live ripping up the picture of the Pope? Mm-hmm. When was that? <laughs> the 1990s. In the 90s. She's yeah. bald, right? <clears throat> yep. Okay. See, you've heard of her. Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. So this is this is what makes this podcast difficult because you can't even make a average point. So let's <laughs> let's hit the next song. Track for time after time. He knows this one. I can see it. Oh, yeah. I know this one. So. Time after my, time. What I think is crazy. So do you guys know who wrote this song? Prince. Nope. You too. Nope. Still Collins. Oh. <laughs> Which Even I think better. is amazing. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, that's that's my favorite thing is when someone is writing their stuff. And so it's her and a guy named R. Hyman. But... <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Which I hope his name is Richard, and I hope they call him Dick, and he's Dick Hyman. <laughs> but we're not going to go that far. Um, um, but a, a pop artist that is we are rock maybe maybe it's like Mr. Torn, and his name is Rip, <laughs> right? Uh, Rip Hyman. Um, uh, we are rock dog this bitch. <laughs> to uh, 
Time After Time is a pretty amazing song to have written on your own, you know, or, you know, and sang and been big. What do you think of this song, Bill? I like it. It's a good one. Um, it's, you it's what? It's it's the only one I've liked so far. Okay. You did, oh, that's crazy. Um, she, we haven't spoken. Let's, you know what? We're going to side. Oh, wait, we are in side two. Let's do one more song and I have a question for you. Track five, Sheepop. When I was a kid, I had this song on vinyl on a 45. Mm. I didn't have a record player, I just owned it for some reason. <laughs> this was my favorite Cindy Lauper song as a kid. And then I realized this song is about Master B- uh, Bill. Do you know what the song is about? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's about masturbation. Um, and I think that's fun. This, and she wrote this song too with some other, Wait, some other people. What do you think is fun? <laughs> You know, that she wrote it. Um, this was a big song. Was this a, one of her? Yes. This was one on the charts, right? It yeah. was, yes. Um, What's a 45? It's this little record. It's like a single. Okay. Basically. Uh, 45 you know. stands for 45 revolutions per minute. Okay. It's, how, it's how fast the yeah. turntable it's spins. Small, it's a small disc with a big hole in the middle. They were designed okay. for jukeboxes. Yeah. And they're usually just singles and whatnot. Yeah, no more than like okay. five minutes, I think. Uh, I think it's usually two songs. Well, it's yeah, two songs aside or one song aside. I could show you when I got some over here, but I don't think you care that much. And nope. I think I think this whole uh, shebop is a little bit of a take on uh, bebop alula too, like a little like we're gonna take that f- song structure and reformat it and rewrite it and stuff. I'm just right. spitballing here. Uh, Bill, you haven't spoken yet about Cindy Lauper's voice, and I'm kind of surprised by that. Well, it's interesting. It's definitely different. Yeah. I have a comment coming up that'll make me sound like an idiot, but um, you should hear her talk because she talks like this, too. She's really New York, like, I don't know if it's Bronxy or Brooklyn-y. Like, she's got that. I don't know what it's. I, I, she's got that thing that's like super like cliche thing that nobody else actually has. That's Brooklyn. Yeah, you're like, oh, she's got this Brooklyn accent, but nobody else talks like that. But you just know that's what it is, huh? Right. Okay. <clears throat> Track six, all through the night. a good song i love this song i wasn't super familiar with this song but it is oh really yeah it's a good song i liked it i'm not a fan (laughs) all right i just i just found it i don't know i i wasn't engaged in this one it felt like a chore to keep listening um 
Not my style, I guess. Hmm. And and what is your style? Apparently, it's Metallica and Weezer. <laughs> cool. I don't like '80s sound. <laughs> Do you know when this album was made? '84. Uh, uh, '83, but yeah. Whoa! You knew it was from the '80s. Like you knew that before Ryan just played that drop. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Would you have said the '80s? I probably would have guessed '90s. Okay. It sounds ahead of its time. Okay. <laughs> after after time. Sure. Or it actually sounds right in the pocket of 1983. But yeah. <laughs> I did. I did like Bill's. It sounds ahead of its time after time. Right. But, <laughs> uh, Bill, did you say you said yeah. coming up? Was that now or play the next track? Track right. seven, witness. Sounds like Gwen Stefani could sing it. It does. No, this and, sounds and like precur- ska. precursor to Gwen Stefani inventing ska. <laughs> it's probably what inspired her to invent ska. Mm-hmm. I lost a bunch of drops, apparently. <laughs> I was trying to play. There's no way Gwen Stefani wouldn't say Cindy Lauper was one of her musical influences, right? I mean, I don't know. I see what you're trying to say, but I can't say that. For, <laughs> I, I can't say that for Gwen Stefani. Put it the thing way. is, though, the thing is with Cindy Lauper, though, is that a lot of people would say that because she's just she's Cindy Lauper. You know, Iconic. it doesn't even mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not hard to just say she was just famous for music. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's she well, was she's a movies. personality. She was on MTV. She was in some movies. I mean, but yes, she's a musician. I mean, that's what she is known for. But okay. yeah, she was a personality in pop culture. Okay. Yeah, but but be, just like but because of her music, same, yes. But the same way Taylor Swift is. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she she's not a personality because of her football prowess. Right. Uh, track number eight. I'll kiss you. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah, check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. This song is all over the place, and I can't even figure out what the melody is. Yeah, it's it's um, very 80s. Just real quick, I typed in Gwen Stefani influences. Gwen Stefani cites artists Madonna, Cyndi Lauper, and Debbie Harry as major influences in her music style there you go. career. There you go. Boom. Called it. <clears throat> can, can you name a band? that who's the, <laughs> No. <do>? Okay. <laughs> no. No, Debbie, go ahead. Who's Debbie Harry? What band is she in? Um, I knew the other two. 
Madonna. You knew Madonna. Yeah. Good job, Bill and Cindy Lauper. Yeah. You knew, you knew her at today. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Was the other girl in Heart? No, she's in Blondie. Oh, okay. Strangely, in some circles, credited as recording the first rap song. Which is not true. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll get to it, but she's that's not how I, that works. I know, she, but some she, people still say that. Well, I think what they mean is, I think it's the first rap song technically to chart. Mm. Because you can't say she was the first person to record a rap song because she says Fab Five Freddy in the rap, right. which means that he existed. <laughs> right? Like, but you know, you know what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying, but it, it drives me bananas to hear people talk like that. <laughs> and that is That's exactly why I said it. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. He's like, is this hip hop? Yes. Full circle. Quit the podcast. We did it. Um, Track nine. He's so unusual. Okay, this is where I was listening to this album today in my office with my wife. My wife. And I, so again, remember, remember, Rick, you asked me <laughs> if I knew when Cindy Lauper sang. <laughs> okay. And I did not. And I was like, Wait, did she do the voice of Betty Boop? <laughs> okay. Nope. Nope. Because <laughs> that's what that sounds like. Sure. So, do you know who wrote this song? This is not a song. Well, it is. I mean, it. Walt written, Disney. No, it's written by um, Al Lewis and Al Sherman. And Abner Silver. Cool. So Al Lewis played Grandpa on the Munsters. And then Alan Sherman, I know he's like... Um, I don't know what the Munsters is. I think I thought I did, but then that was the Adams Family. Well, it's it's same kind of deal. Right. These guys are from the... These guys were born... Uh, Alan Sherman was born in 1897. And he wrote this song? Yes. He was one of the guys that wrote the song. Not for Cindy Lauper, then. No, I don't think he was dead in '73, so probably not. Probably not. Um, so this is just this album is called "She's So Unusual," and then this is "He's So Unusual." So maybe that's a little send up. I don't know anything about. Maybe this, this is a Betty Boop song. It maybe, right? Yeah. And she's covering it. I mean, that's her voice, though. I mean, you know. Well, I'm, I'm, I know she's singing it, but like that's also. How do you find something like that out? What. He's So Unusual is a song from the late 1920s performed by Helen Kane, who was the inspiration for the Betty Boop character. 
Oh, I knew it. I knew it as soon as I heard the song. Look at me. Well, so the first person that sang it was the lady who is supposed to be like Betty Boop. Uh-huh. This song is yeah. one of the Boop styled songs, which Kane sang. Kane, Kane sang. This is evidence in the signature line, in the featured lyric. This song, "I Want to Be Loved by You," are two notable Boop songs. I'm just reading things off the internet. That's the only Boop. That's the only Betty Boop song I know is "I Want to Be Loved by You." Right. So yes, credible Bill connection. I didn't know this song, but I recognized it as being Betty Boop esque. <laughs> That makes sense. Well, we only have one more song to do. Yeah, yeah, we know. The track 10. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ryan, will you also just play one more? Um, Get a little out of it. Isn't that Love Shack? Wasn't that just Love Shack? I mean, it's similar. <laughs> we play the other, the next, the one more City Lapper song that Bill should just hear one more. It's on the next album. It's probably her set, probably number one song, maybe. It starts with a T. This one makes you crazy. True colors, Ryan. True colors. And I'll see your true colors shining through. I'll see your true colors. That's why I love you. So don't be afraid to let it show your true colors. Your true colors are beautiful like a rain. Okay, so for some context. Never heard it. You've never heard True Colors before? No. You ever heard like Phil Collins sing it or? No. He just recently learned that Phil Collins plays the drums. (laughs) Did Phil Collins sing it? Did Phil Collins sing it on the Tarzan soundtrack? I mean, maybe. You've never never seen the Trolls movie? Okay. Wow, that's that's actually surprising. Yeah, I know, right? That's actually... (laughs) Okay, uh, we often talk about... I've seen, I've seen parts of it, but I didn't like sit down and watch it with my kids. So. We often talk about Spotify plays. Rick, do you have a ballpark on how many times Girls Just Want to Have Fun has been played on Spotify? Uh, is it... Well, give me this. Is it number one or number two? It's her most popular played song on Spotify. That is? Girls Just Want to Have gonna Fun. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 600 million more. I bet she's a billion. No. 1.01 billion plays. Nice. Oh. That's a lot. What's true colors? 
239 million. That can't be. And time after time is 707 million. True colors. That's crazy that that's so low because of like trolls. But it's a slow, but you're, you're looking, you're not looking at how many times it's been played from the troll soundtrack because that's a different track. I know. Well, it's also go look at go look at Anna Kendrick. True. No, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> we're almost done. We're done. We're almost done. Uh, Bill, do you have a rating for this album, and then Rick and I can do whatever we need to do. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I did not like this album. <laughs> um, time after time is cool. Everything else was garbage. <laughs> You're um, garbage. <laughs> I, this one was just a total miss for me. It was not that fun. I thought it was boring. I didn't like her voice. Um, <laughs> I give it a 31. Oof. 31 on the Clemometer puts it uh, <laughs> exactly the same as the never to be spoken about. Uh, also, one point above Sgt. Pepper at 30 and one point or uh, five points below Grateful Dead American Beauty at 36. Oh, this is you think this is worse than Grateful Dead? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye, Bill. Bye, Bill. Bye. I'm going to Thailand now. See you in a month. <laughs> okay. Uh, he sucks. He's the worst. I'm gonna. I'm gonna um, upload this thing. Bye.
another drink Cause we're 